time to get extreme with ReCW. Hello and welcome back to ReCW, your weekly ECW review podcast. We look at hardcore TV from episode 1 all the way to 401. This week we're looking at episode 76 and 77. As always, you've got myself, Paul, and I am joined by Griff and Jay. Say his name twice, it's JJ. Thanks for having me. It's Griff. We want 911, not 401. Oh. Um, how are you both doing today? Amazing. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Upset. I'm at, I've been at the hospital. <laughs> I've been I've been waiting for updates. The the hardcore hotline doesn't update as quick as I would like. So you know any any news you have. Well, I, it's, I it's awkward know. because I was there trying to find out who's in the hospital because I wasn't told. And they told me, and they said they left like 25 years ago, and I should go home. Oh. That was embarrassing. And I'm still like visiting Sal. <laughs> still writing him letters. And then loads of wrestlers come in, like checking on someone else, and like, what's going on? <laughs> Sal's like, oh, guys. The whole locker room didn't come to hospitals visit Sal, it was just me. Like, you do here. remember me. You all came in to check on my eyes. I can hear you talking about eyes. You've all come to check on my eyes because it was about to fall out. Sal's oh. smashed into a million pieces. Where is everyone? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> sorry, I muted the mic because I was getting a sweet. So, so that's that. that. So that's that. That's the show. Uh, basically, the show starts off with Joey Styles outside a hospital and says that an extreme superstar has finally... No, saying a superstar has finally taken it to the extreme. Like, too far, basically. Um, well, that's Shane Douglas has crossed the line again. Oh, then we get the intro music again. Then we get Joey Styles back at the hospital saying he's back at the hospital. We won't say who's in the hospital. They really so yeah. We find out, but we do find out. So we cut to a match. We got Jason versus Hack the Hair Myers. Can I say right? No. Have Jason and Hack the Hair Myers took the same um, trousers from yeah. the costume shop? I think they bought them off Hulk. They had exactly the same trousers on, right? They could have been in tag team. If they were tight on Hack, but loose on Jason, I would have thought they're exactly the same, including the same size. How do you like my trousers? So, Griff, as they have yeah. matching um, outfits, <laughs> yeah. if they were a tag team, what do you call them? Harry Jason. <laughs> Good. How do you how do you like my hair? <laughs> oh hair. The world hairiest Jason. <laughs> no suits on me. Um yeah, Beautiful yeah. Jason and Hack's hair. This was a long oh, match. Well, this it? this match was given it, it, about two hours. It really didn't need it. No. I must admit, I I I'm I'm kinda Board of the Jason matches. He, he, as a manager, he's great interference and all that. But um, yeah, I'm actually. I, don't get me wrong. I understand the massive, you know, him 
being the one to win the belt was a total like fuck you and all this and everyone but now he's actually defending champion especially as i was just starting to really like him as a manager yeah i say really i was just starting to like him as a manager he was coming to his own and i was just like oh so i was a little bit upset by that yeah didn't get i mean really... it's an in- oh. incredible way of getting malenko over because you know the 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 story of Jason's title defences is that Malenko basically just cripples a guy um, and then Jason kind of mops it up afterwards. So it's, it is incredibly effective of way of, of building Malenko to this absolute killer who in a blink of an eye can just maim someone, Um, which I'm all for, except the Jason match went on far too long before we got to the point where Malenko got involved even though he was told not to. Um, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, basically, at the end of the match, um, Dean took out Hack behind the refs at the back and Jason got the W, which then went to a recap of Dean Malenko and Taz last week in their confrontation with the whole world stood still and his armbar reversed into an armbar. Yeah. Good. We then got a match with Dean Malenko, which I was excited to see, but it was over before it started. Yeah, it's a squash match, pretty much. It's a handicap led... squash match. Dean Malenko versus Donnie Allen and Adino send-off. It took longer to write their names out before the match was actually done. But obviously led up to... Um, ta- is he the Tasmaniac still? Is he yeah, still the Tasmaniac. Yeah. But so the, we'll, we'll so get the Tasmaniac came down and... Um, yeah. In orange and black. Interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, after Tas- the match... Um, Jason and that were talking until Taz comes out. Taz and Dean get into it again until, I quote, a host of wrestlers come out to break it up. JT Smith was one of them, and I was worried about his knee, if I'm honest. I, saw, well, I, saw I don't pop, think you can right. be that close to Dean Malenko with a bad knee and expect things to... He could have just got on it, and just, especially well as, you. you know, he ended up losing the TV title match, didn't he, because of Dean Malenko took out his knee. Did. So that would have been worth sliding a cheeky boot into him and not just... Yep, you'd think. Leave the boot in, yep. So we then go back to Joey Styles, who's back at the hospital, and he gets a little bit more information where he lets you know the I Quit match is why they are there. Yep. Um, He still doesn't tell us who's there. He doesn't, but... It's good anticipation. It is, it is. Then we get to a Tommy Dreamer promo where he said he's scared of death but not the Sandman. Decent. He's scared to say I no. Is he scared to say I quit? No, I don't know. He's he's scared of stuff, but he's not scared of stuff. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to kill me to get me to say I quit. Which is which hard? Yeah, I mean, there's there's Ouija boards. There's yeah, it's drawn out, isn't it? Because if once you're dead, you're dead. Um. Sandman versus Tommy the Build again, but this time with funky music and video graphics. Yeah. Um, we get yeah. um woman shouting at Sandman again, saying he can't quit, he's not allowed to quit. I think this is the first time we saw that ECW shirt. Yes. Which is a pretty like, it was a thing of beauty. It really was. Oh wow. Really was, so I was impressed with that shirt. Um Joey back at the hospital, still talking. Says that everyone's getting there. Everyone has gone to the hospital. Everyone. Everyone you can think of has gone to hospital. We then get the match. 
Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer in an I Quit match. Um, crazy match, really. Yep, yeah, so Sandman comes out first. Was it a car like. Here you go, sorry. Car like crash? No, it was like a piece of car, wasn't it? He's wrapping around his head and. Yeah, so um, Sandman comes out first and then out comes old uh, Tommy Dreamer with the wing of a car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because uh, that's what you'd use for a I Quit match. Yep. You can't prepare for it if you're not ready for it. <laughs> Everyone knows the chairs are coming. What are you going to do when a wing of a car comes your way? How'd I'd you... bring a plane wing. I'll bring a plane wing. I'll... Then we have two plane wings. And we can fly off somewhere in the sunset. Exactly. I'd bring a... Um... A crash helmet and wear it because they hurt to hit someone with but then if I get hit I'm sort of protected that's nice or you could cut out your own tongue and you can't say I quit we did say a frying pan yeah first crowd interaction I think a crowd member gave him the frying pan and he used it that reminds me, this must have influenced the old WWE games where you go to the crowd and they give you a weapon. Yes. It probably did, actually. I'll give you that one. And I did, lo- and I did love the sign. Say, say, I quit, pretty boy. No, say it, pretty boy, I quit. Which could is obviously aimed at Sam, man. Could have been any of them. <laughs> could have been, been, been... Oh, Tommy Cairo is at the back screaming, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's rumours. Read it on the dirt sheets. Um, right on WrestleZone. Was um, where am I going to this match? Basically, the end of the match came where Sandman was taunting and down to Tommy Dreamer while having a cigarette. Um, he ended up smacking Sandman in the face, which led to the cigarette going into his eye, and he was blinded and ended up quitting. Well, he was blinded in the eye, one eye by the cigarette. Yeah. Then Tommy Dreamer hit him with the cane. Yeah. Across the other eye. The eyes have it. So he got cigarette in one eye, Singapore cane in the other eye. Just see what he has to put up with. I must say, they sold this very, very well. Oh, yeah. Like, to, the one thing they've done really right is the whole enormity. They dragged it out and all, like, seriousness. of like, get away, what have you done and all that. I, I really, really um, liked it. And I loved how, like, even Pitbull had to get involved. Hi, Pitbull, not seeing you in ages. <laughs> yeah, what happened to the Pitbulls? They've got to be coming they back. Were, soon, they, were, they? they were breaking up the Malenko-Tasmaniac feud. I want to see him back as a team. This is what I'm saying about Jason's taking his eye off the prize. And a little bit like they're public enemy there, but like I think their characters like I don't think the public enemy would care. Well, and this is the thing. This is this is ECW beginning to do that, you know, work to shoot, bit more realistic kind of thing. So, you know, all all of the wrestlers, Paul Paul Heyman was there, and and all of the wrestlers, everyone gathering around the panic about the ambulance not being there, the pushing away the cameraman, that kind of realism bit is to make you feel as if it's, you know, really happening. Um, 
and you know you can see compared to uh, you know a, 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 the other big two who were still very cartoony um you could see why that would potentially catch you out and you'd think you're seeing something behind the scenes and a little bit more real and and being allowed and, and trusted as an audience member a little bit more well i'm trying to think like time scale and had the Shawn michaels like sort of falling over was that later on 12 here or um what did we say wrestlemania 10 was it WrestleMania. Must be WrestleMania 10. Because I did my work it out a while ago and I think it was WrestleMania 10. So WrestleMania 9, I thought, yeah, it was WrestleMania 10. Because I'm thinking it's not long before Dean Douglas goes. Which is, is that around the time that Shawn Michaels does the sort of collapsing things? November. It would be because he, um, he forfeits to Dean, didn't he? Dean Douglas, doesn't he? Yeah, because I'm, I'm just trying to work out, like, when anything similar with the sort of, like, yeah. you know, wow, everyone break character, this is getting crazy kind of thing. And I can't think of anything WWE before that. So WWE this month are just about to have um, Bob Backlund and Bret Hart in the submission match where Owen throws the towel in. <laughs> um, and big, obviously, big his mom. Good, old Ch- good old Chuck Norris. Um, yeah, I'll try and figure out like when Shawn Michaels did give up. So George, Shawn Michaels um, tag team champion at the moment. Well, it won't be till um, Shane Douglas goes over there. So we've got a bit of time. That's true. And then Razor Ramon. No, who beats who beats him for the belt? What I What I see title. Is the IC title we're talking about? Sorry, yeah. I thought it was about the world title. No, that's um. That's still a while away. That's WrestleMania 12, isn't it? The Iron Man match? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, we've got completely off. Um, Yes, there's loads of blood at the end of the match. Todd Gordon is out the back with all the ring staff. Um, Yeah, shame on you, Tommy. And that's the end of the show. So then going on to week 70... Seven, we get a very, very long highlight package to start the show, looking at last year's November to remember, but with new graphics. Yeah, you had you almost had like a music video before the intro music video. Yeah. I, so it went, one, it, went, it went that into another one, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah. I get it, but I was like, wow, why would you put a music video before a music video? There was not even anything in the middle of it to kind of break it up. Um, October 1995, so a year away. Okay, that works. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? That works out with the time scale. When do you think it's a good time to take Hulk out of this intro video? Um, well, how long did it take Bulldog out of the last intro video? And you yeah, I just... suppose it's. I suppose it's almost like the then version of clickbait, isn't it? I guess. Does he does he come back? Is this it? Like no, he can't do. I think he's done. I just can't believe they still have like, the whole J.T. Smith, like his neck. Um, what's his name? Michael? Is it Mike Awesome? Mike yeah. Awesome's dive, yeah. Mike Awesome's dive. I'm like, crying. Yeah. I didn't like seeing that the first time. And you've used. I know you got to show extreme, and I suppose that does kind of. Well, at least it makes it slightly 
worthwhile. I don't know. I do like the new music. I do like the new music. I don't know how long it is to stay because they seem to be in an era where they keep changing their minds. But I do like the new theme music. I think this is all overdubbed. So. Because I thought they were using. um. Oh, what are they called? White Zombie. Oh, okay. Is it, is it Funded Kiss or whatever it's called? What's one of the Pitbulls theme music? I'll find out. I thought oh, it was that. I thought you were talking about Zombie, Zombie, No, the other one they go. Was intro. And then one goes, Oh, little bit. That one. <laughs> so you're mocking, but you know it's a good rendition. <laughs> I'll send you the real version off Air Griffin. You can see that I'm not that far off. Um, so I get... understand. <laughs> I see clearly. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Let's move on. <laughs> so, same artist. It's not same artist. Oh, no. There's a connection. No, there is uh, a connection because... Rob Zombie did a theme for Edge, who then went on to use the Alter Bridge on this day theme that, that Griff was just singing. Yeah, see. Um, anyway, it, so after the video package, it's, we get you know, public. It's good to see November to remember back, but we got our favourite slogan from last year back already. Yeah. If you miss November to remember, fuck off. It will be a regret you never forget. Oh, ruin that. Sorry. You, you were channeling Matt's <laughs> response to us, not Matty in the house's response to. What Matt is Matt November to remember about Matty? That's the question we got to find out. It's a regret you'll never forget. Yeah, we've got to try and get through this. First match, we get the Public Enemy versus Dino Sandoff and Donnie Allen. A good win for the Public Enemy. Great showing. I mean, yeah, they needed baseball bats. It did. Good showing. I think it's the only appearance of the week, so I was happy to see him. Well, there was also a video package straight after. Uh, a really strong video package. I, I, I thought it was a very good promo. It wasn't bad. And yeah, I, did like the t-shirt. I did like the T-shirt he was wearing. Ugh, I didn't like the T-shirt he was wearing. Did you not? No, it looked like he printed it himself. I mean, I know they did in this era, but that's not the point. You still look at... The, the, I, uh, it's the second worst t-shirt of the episode and we'll come on to that when we're talking about um, very very old school TVs and chintzy chairs and stuff I think I really liked the second t-shirt you might reference Um, so yeah it was a good promo basically talking about how they were on the streets and they ended up becoming wrestlers and they're becoming champs in ECWs a lot of bottle smashing but yeah, no, it was, it was a fairly decent promo. Won't be seeing them again this week. Um, Joey Styles talking to uh, talking about Tommy says he can leave messages on the Sandman hardcore phone line. Yes, the hardcore hotline um, is uh, being used to update. And if you phone into the hardcore hotline, then you can leave your messages and the messages are going to be Aired next week. Well, I called him and told, asked him, like, obviously, I hope you're doing all right. But I'm yeah. like, how do I pay my bills, Sam, man? I don't need coming after me. How do I pay my bills? Sleeping with your wife, I want to pay my bills. 
I want to pay. I want to pay my bills. Well, funny enough, I left him a similar message because I was in his house at the time watching his TV, <laughs> and I was annoyed that the lack of sports package that he's got. <laughs> I was really disappointed. Uh, he's only got cable. He hasn't got satellite. Basic cable. I mean, it's weird because I also left him about paying his bills because I was in his gym drinking his beer. And... Oh, you touched his beer. Pay your fucking bills. And I was a bit appalled by the lack of gym equipment. I mean, he's got one set of weights. I mean, to call it a gym is a bit generous. And the beer's warm. I mean, I don't know. Why, why do you not have a beer fridge if you're going to stack the place out with beer? Disappointed, Sam, man. I hope he gets back to us. He will. He's good for it. Just like he got back to me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> two goals, Scorpio versus Born Again, Doink the Clown. Um, I, I felt like I wanted to love this match, and there was parts of me that did love this match. But there was I parts was going to give you some shit about this if you were evangelical about this, because I know that you're a big fan of, of the Born Again gimmick, and I'm a big fan of the gimmick. It was not a good match. It was not. I wanted to. I'm, I'm, I'm exactly with you two. I thought I wanted to be with this. I thought, why the hell does Mr. Hughes need to be out there? As well, soon as you have someone like Mr. Uh, Hughes, and what way I say, so you got you got born again. He's supposed to be <laughs> the franchise's like new secondhand man, and yet he now needs Mr. Hughes. He he needed uh, to be out there for the highlight of the match where Born Again just randomly shouted out, Mr. Hughes! <laughs> that, was, that, was, that bit worked, but yeah. It that was was, that's why he needs to be out there. The and the whole the end segment where they put the mask on him took way too long. And but, I, I, I do love the commentator trying to like get excited. Oh my God, that's just sick. That's just sick. He's put the mask on him. A mask he chose to wear. But this... And they kept on muting his mic as well. Which they, I swear, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I swear they kept turning his mic off. I've, so yeah. I would, that might be that he was referring to the WWF. Yeah. Oh, because there's there's killed it. complicated rules about you can you can if there's stuff that was airing before the lawsuit, they can use WWF. However, if stuff that they've kind of put on the network since or whatever, they can't. So there's complicated rules about when you can use WWF and when you have to use WWE. Right. So it might be that they were doing that because otherwise they would have been in breach of the World Wildlife, Wildlife Fund and, and the panda would have come around demanding that they pay their bills. But this goes back to um, what we said a while ago about the difference between sort of promos where they just run that little bit too long. Yeah. I felt like and when he did. first put it on there and... Um, he was just like, welcome to my hell and all this. I thought, that's it, perfect. <laughs> when he just literally yeah, said, well, yeah, put on the mask, he goes, how do you like it? Welcome to my hell. This is my hell that I've had to live with. I thought, that's great, broken away from the character. It's good, but he started going too far. He goes, ah, oh, you're a doink now. What are we going to call you? Scorpio doink. And I thought, genius. <laughs> I would never guess that. But Scorpio won by DQ. And then what was even more confusing was it, it just cut. And then the, he slams the Rockin' Rebel down. And then the commentator said the Rockin' Rebel came out to talk to Scorpio. I'm like, hang on a second. I thought Rockin' Rebel was a face now. 
Yeah, very true. I'm guessing he's gone back to a hill and the whole feud with um, Austin's done. Um, yeah, no, great shout. I mean, I'm guessing in America that would have been an advert break when it originally aired. It just confused the hell out of me. I understand if he came out to help him and Two Cold Scorpio turned on him and yeah. like, okay, just kind of got freaked out. But the way the commentators sold it was the Rock and Rebel came out to taunt him. But just on a booking point, why why does Scorpio need to get his heat back after that? You've just won by a DQ. You you know you've got the sympathy. You're obviously going to get revenge on this. Why why do you need to walk out with your hand held high because you you've beaten someone up? It's true. Uh, um, why do we have to see a whole recap of the whole thing we just saw again? Uh, yeah. With new improved promo. We then get Joe Styles. Just like I understand if it's next no. week's episode, but like and. It was just a minute ago. Now, now do we get Jerry Styles? We get Jerry Styles. Now we get Jerry Styles. He's shocked again. He's always shocked at the moment. I mean, he's in the wrong thing. Someone puts a mask on, someone is shocked. Someone gets blinded. He's shocked. Too easily offended, these ECW yeah. presenters. Presentators. Um, we then get a Matt Bourne promo. Keep your enemies close. I felt like it looked like Kenny Omega here. Won't tell you who told me that, that, but keep your enemies close. Yeah, just keep I, I, I liked it at first, but I thought he went on too long. Exactly. Yes. It's what we say I, every time. Again, I thought he wasn't given enough direction. Like we've said plenty of times, whereas he, WWE had him like, right, you got, this is what you're wanting to say. I just didn't think he was good enough to kind of just just think he went around in circles and yeah, he felt like he ended say, the promo about three times. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they could have broken it into three different promos and showed it over different yeah. stages of the episode. It's but, almost like it was wrapping up, but someone behind the camera's like, "No, carry on, carry we've got, on, we've got carry two on, minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Keep repeating what you're saying." But um, yeah, so then we had Jason versus Mikey Whipwreck in a TV title match. Um, long match, did nothing for me. Um, Mikey had the match won. The ref was down. Public enemy hit the ring. Beat up Mikey. Ref woke up. Jason was on top of Mikey. And he got the W. Shocking by public enemy. We won't see them again this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the match did nothing for me. I was hoping it was going to be good because I thought we'd see Mikey like the more aggressor that we have kind of seen him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was like, nah. Nah. Um. After the match, the public enemy come back to the ring and attack Mikey until Cactus runs down and saves him. Great show by public enemy. I'm pretty sure we won't see them again this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally my notes after every time they appear. Great by public enemy. I guess we won't see them again this week. Um, it cuts to Joey. Um, he's getting comments from Tommy, who's watching himself blind Sandman over and over again. It's not really showing remorse. In slow I thought, is, is he in the Sandman's house watching his TV? Hopefully. <laughs> I, I couldn't work out. Tommy, <laughs> he was... Tommy, oi, Cairo, bring me another beer. What would have been nice was if they just panned above like his head uh, and obviously have loads of like wedding pictures of Sandman. It would just be brilliant. And they bottled it. It would be great. <laughs> Peaches just come out and goes, "It's all right, it's fine, get over it." Do you want one of it? Do you want one of his beers? <laughs> Do you want one of his beers? Oh, I just don't know if they're. Uh, well, I say I don't know. I do know. So, 
But yeah, it's interesting. Um, I liked Tommy's shirt. I did not. I know you didn't. At the moment you said it, I knew this is going to be the end of the show standoff. No, I appreciate so I, it. I, I, yes. Um, but you appreciated it because you're a Taz fan. And it's a Taz shirt. This is, this is very true. <laughs> I, I disliked it because it's a Taz shirt. Um, which Tommy Dreamer is wearing for no apparent reason. Yeah. No, I, I think I appreciate it because I'm a Taz fan. It's a Taz shirt that I don't own and I thought it looked cool. I mean, it was it was, it was was a very weird shirt to see in the sense that they they obviously merchandised some shirts for Taz as the Tasmaniac. And you could see that, you know, I know we've talked before about, you know, this kind of, big reset his character gets when he when he goes off with his injured neck were they going that way anyway and everything we're seeing with his feud with Malenko says yes they were yeah you know this was all part of the move they just made it so, say easier him, but you know yeah him becoming Taz rather than the Tasmaniac all of this seems to have been very much on the, the horizon and on the cards but uh, yeah it's a Taz shirt. I don't understand why he would be wearing a Taz shirt. Yeah, well, it's, it's when with everything they're doing, like the breaking away from the Doink character, and you know, obviously Superfly is gone. The Tasmaniac is really this standout. It doesn't fit in this, you know, quote unquote universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of character at the moment. Everything they're doing, where it's just like lose the mask, be who you really are. It, it didn't go with what it was, and it, it's not his fault it just kind of shuffled very quickly and it was hard to break away from that absolutely because it was almost like over overnight dropped the belt and suddenly that's it done um he didn't mean to blind him he's just really sorry he's an emotional wreck to be fair i'm sorry and that's how we end the show and everything he does he's now going to wrestle for the sad man Which I thought was quite weird, and and I, I know a little bit about this this storyline. I don't know a lot about the storyline, so it'd be interesting to see if he kind of does a little bit of like a, a a servant master type gimmick where Sandman sets him to do his dirty work before well, I, I know. I know sort of enough bits, and it it benefits both for different reasons, so it's good. Good story. I'm excited to see it unfold to it. Obviously, it was before our time, ECW-wise. So it's mm. going to be pretty, pretty cool. Um, overall, I like both episodes. Yeah, I thought they were good. I thought they were fine. The second. But yeah, yeah. Good, good episodes. Yeah, obviously, I was, I was disappointed with the, um, the Born Again match. When I saw it was Born Again against Scorpio, I was just like, wow, this is it. This is what I needed. Uh, there was glimpses, but I just felt Bourne didn't really know. He was kind of almost mocking Doink too much. It had become yeah. a parody of himself, which I didn't think it was going to be like, but yeah. There was a point where he ran into the corner and Scorpio brought up a boot, so he ran into a boot. And he did this weird kind of stutter back and then flopped mm. bump. And it was just so cartoonish that it 
took me out of the entire thing. And it's, it's really hard to tell whether that's him trying to play some of the cartoony gimmicky doink stuff into what he's doing or, but it just, it, it didn't fit with anything because, you know, the whole thing is you might think he's a clown, but actually he's a really legit badass wrestler um, who just happens to have been dressed up as a clown. Um, but you didn't get that. You just got kind of these weird gimmicky stuttery kind of selling spots. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, hmm, it's, yeah. So, um, as loyal listeners will know, um, it's not an episode of ReCW without Griff giving us a dramatic reading. Um, Ooh. and I thought long and hard about this one because I thought there were a few things we could have taken out on that one. I thought about maybe um uh enter sandman um i thought about maybe uh in in homage to uh tommy dreamer's promo um everything i can do i i do it for you uh by brian adams um but uh really and truthfully you know the the only way that you're going to keep up with how the sandman is doing is if you're dialing into the hardcore hotline. So I thought, you know, who knows better than uh, about when that hotline bling than ECW. So Griff, on your phone right now. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. First of all, I just want to say, make sure you follow us on Twitter, underscore Sports Arena. Go over to Zazzle Buyout. Shirts. We've got some No Dono show. I'll probably do Griff doing karaoke shirts soon. Um, as we're going to end out with Griff doing this. See you later. You used to call me on my... You used to. Oh, you used to. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love call me on my cell phone late night we need my love i know when that hotline bling that can only mean one thing i know when that hotline bling that can only mean one thing ever since i left the city you got a reputation for yourself now everybody knows and i feel left out girl you got me down you got me stressed out Because ever since I left the city, you started wearing less and going out more. Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor. Hanging with some girls I've never seen before. Your girlfriend's a whore.